Welcome back to your I Never Worry podcast with DB and John John, where we discuss emotional intelligence with everyday people dealing with everyday situations. First of all, we just wanted to say thank you for all of the great feedback that we have gotten from all of you out there who has taken the time to listen and give us feedback. Um, It's so positive and encouraging to hear that you guys are enjoying it. We're going to keep working on it, keep trying to make it better. Um, It's just going to get better. Today, we're going to continue the conversation with the Piper and Leticia Holmes, and we're talking with them about not taking things personal, using an emotional intelligence skill set of not taking things personal, even when it feels like they are. It's going to be a great conversation. Part two. Thank you guys so much. Enjoy. What's going on? This is Gino the Piper Fajeda. You can check me out on the I Never Worry podcast right now. Yeah, which slides us into our skill of the day, right? So we, you know, here on the I Never Worry podcast, you know, where we're talking to everyday people about everyday situations, about the skill set of emotional intelligence, we like to share skill set of the day whenever we get together in this cipher, in this communication. And so today's skill set is don't take anything personally, even when it feels personal. Right. Never take anything personally, even when it feels personal. And so, Taz, tell me about that. When you hear that, like, how does that, you know, what do you think about that as a skill? You need to master it because it is extremely hard to talk to not take anything personal. Um, I just recently dealt with that. Um, So the people you know, you grow up with, your friends, your family, you think everybody supports you when you're doing, oh, I wrote a book. You think everybody's going to support you. Negative. (laughs) (laughs) That No, seriously. Like, I had people, my book has been out since the end of July, and we're in January. And people are like, well, what's your book about? Well, how do I get it? These are people I grew up with. Like, seriously? Like, I don't even need your $20 at this point. Right. Like. So tell me how that make you so you feel. So are you taking that personal? You know, I did at first. Okay. Um, but now I don't. Because everybody is, what I learned is everybody is not for you. Everybody is not your people. Everybody is not your audience. You have to, you have to maintain your own sense of self-respect and dignity no matter what anyone right. says or does. Right. And if someone doesn't want to support you, that's for their own reasons. I don't even need to know why they don't. Um, I pray that they get over whatever it is. I, I, and I'm still praying for that person. But my main focus is me and my happiness. And if I'm not happy within, I can't be happy and I can't please anyone else. So with that being said is no, I don't really take too many things personal anymore. I look at you, I know, and I move on. Can you? Are you able to identify the difference to, when you feel like when you take something personal? Because there's a certain yes. emotionally charged, Absolutely. and then when you decide that you're not, can you think? Can you articulate like the difference, even in that situation? Um, well, in that situation, um, I, I, it's a certain person that I would think that would support me. Um, I watched her grow up as a kid. Um, She's doing her thing. She be hosting little events. Never gave me an invitation or say her name. Say her name. She knows who she is. No, but um, yeah. So it kind of made me feel very uncomfortable. 
for mm-hmm. a long time. Mm-hmm. And then I had to realize is that's not your situation, Tasha. Right. That's her shit she got, excuse my language, right. okay. that she needs to deal with. Right. It's not you. Right. And and then as as my journey has begun, as I'm starting to evolve, I know now that everyone is not a part of your process either. Right. You're going to lose some folks. Yeah. You know? And I never knew when people say level up yeah. what that actually meant <laughs> yeah. until now. Yeah. Like, it is certain levels in life, and everybody don't attain that. Some people do, some don't, but there are certain levels. And certain levels you get to, certain people can't come. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, on the other side, like the people who don't support us the way we think so is because in some weird way in their head, they're taking it personal. Right. Right. If, you know, people you know, start telling they, they start this narrative in their head about uh, maybe they reach out to you and they feel like you used to call me back real quick. And now that you got your little book out, you already know, you know, when they hate when they throw that little in there. I see, I see you with your little play over there, yeah. Piper. That little, I seen a little play, right? Yeah. You know, and, um, you know, and I think that, you know, when we're talking about this emotional intelligence platform, uh, this skill set right here is one of the most powerful ones that I use every single day because in every single way, it's so easy to take things personally, to make make it in your head, like somehow it's about you. But the reality of it is everything that's happening to us most of the time has nothing to do with us Absolutely. at all. And I me agree. and Pipe probably learned that in juvenile hall the most when we could just walk in the unit, youngsters start cussing us out or saying kicking on the door for no reason. And, you know, if you take it personal, you'd be all up in there putting them on their back, right? <laughs> or you look at like, man, you, you cannot possibly be mad at me. You know, it got to be, you know, another Thank situation. Situation, but it takes a while to get to that space and this is why we consider it a skill set right so you know you go outside and there's a ticket on your car i seen a lady the other day had a ticket on her car and she went and on her way to her car from the time she seen the ticket she's about 50 feet away she started cussing at the ticket the car the city and everything right as if you know the city person like waited and plotted plot on her or something <laughs> never once thought about Maybe I just over my time. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying. And so I watched I, her. I didn't read the sign. I didn't read the sign. And I yeah, watched her take that energy out. into the car, snatch the ticket off the windshield, and smash off. <laughs> because all I could yeah. say to her head, she must have told herself like, "This is very personal." You know, the city. She went on some. They always, yeah. you know, ain't got nothing better else to do. Well, it's their job, and you're out of pocket, and just pay the ticket, right? But it's hard for us to come to that. But I appreciate you sharing that. Pi, what about you? When you think about taking things personally it's man it's hard man right, come to the mic man. it's come hard on. tell us about it. especially <laughs> everything you doing oh, man man it's hard man um oh god you know <laughs> <sighs> i grew up like really believing that it didn't matter what people thought you know like i'm gonna do me it didn't matter what people thought and that was that was a survival i'm so glad i believed that if i didn't believe that Ain't no telling where I'd be right now. Everybody was selling crack and making real money right. when I grew right. up. Making right. real money. Like, right. they wasn't bums out there, man. They was making thousands of dollars in a day. Right. They was in a sideshow and wrecking the car and then getting it fixed and coming back to the sideshow. Or, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. coming back with another one. Right. You know? So, I'm glad that I grew up, you know, thinking it don't matter what everybody think. But then, it's, when I went into this, when I went into this... Uh, Went into law enforcement, man. And, you know, I feel like I'm going into it for this golden reason, right? 
it's like, uh, you know, lightweight, idealistic people. Wasn't we just all on the same page last year? Yes. We was nodding our heads in agreement, right? So just going in there and then feeling that energy, it was hard to not take that personal. Yeah. It was hard to not take that personal. These cats that I know, I'm going to tell you something else is hard to not take personal. When I'm on a panel or something or I'm talking to people and I'm out there and I know all these cats from the arts community and the political community and the street. I know these dudes and I'm out there and I'm speaking and they going hard, you know, lightweight coming at me sideways a little bit, but not directly. And then as soon as the lights and the cameras shut off and the press leave, man, pipe, really appreciate what you out there doing, man. We need you out there. <laughs> you like, what? And a little more dialogue on that too. Yeah. Like talk, sit on the panel. Like tell a little bit about what, like how, what your position, like you're not on the streets. I'm not out there crack no more. I was able to chisel out my own like lane and it had a lot to do with the play because the play was the first piece of art that I created. Even though the music was real and it was like all over the world, uh, it wasn't talking to my homie that was selling crack. Right. You know, and the music wasn't, uh, yeah, it wasn't talking to the mayor and the city planner either. They wasn't listening to it either. Right. Like, this was the first piece of art that I created where you could literally look out and see a cat that just got out the pen and an activist and teachers and cops, like, you know, whole administrations was coming, like chiefs of police and stuff. Right. I performed a play in the jail. Yeah. You know, so this was the first piece of art that I created that really addressed the demographic that it was written for, you know, and I, I, I'm proud of that. So, mm -hmm. like, through that, I've been able to branch out and then, you know, go and, and be on different panels and go around the country and perform it at different universities and and and, uh, and theaters. I wrote a film version for it, and I got into Sundance. So we're going to get that oh, movie yeah, done. Yeah, for sure. Congratulations, right on, man. Right on, man. We're going to get that movie done this year. Man, and, you off the hook, man, you know. And, and, and let me, let me chime in real quick, though, about that play because that play has – a ton of emotionally charged situations in it. And I'm going to try my best from just being a fan, a friend, and being in the audience. When I see the play, you know, the play is basically, you know, talking about uh, a brother out of West Oakland and a cop out of West Oakland, right, took separate paths. Um, they meet again in a dark alley. Uh, and what what the audience discovers along the way, that there is a right. common thread. Wait a minute. You got to... Is the play still playing? Like, <laughs> I, I, just, I, just, I just ended the run at the super. Well, I definitely won't be able to give up the whole story, but it's important, I think, to understand what what Pipe has done here, yeah. right? You no know doubt, what I mean? No doubt. I mean, for Pipe to be out of West Oakland, to be in the music business, to be in the streets, to be connected to a, pe a lot of people in the streets, to work at the probation department at Juvenile Hall, to go on a world tour, to come back, put this play together, oh, and play God. seven. Characters. Yes. And when I say play, I mean, this is what I was going to Yeah, this is what I was going to get to. So when my man say come to the play, just how you talked about, right? When your partner, somebody you with, if they ask you to come through, it's like, all right, I don't even know what really what the play is about. You just say come through, I'm coming through. Man, when that boy came out and, and uh, yeah. oh my goodness, the, 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 the beginning, the tribal piece, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh my goodness, like, I was like, Oh shit! This boy can really act, can and act, I was like right. captivated the whole time. And what I was saying about the story is that you know they cross paths the 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 dude out of West Oakland and the cop in a very uh, 
a way that can happen very easily about because you know just like you know you could be you work in law enforcement right okay you might be out the way but your family and your ties may not be out the way so the cop's niece is still in the trap right she's right. still in the mix and she gets you know what i mean she run across a pimp right who run her mm-hmm. and then she wind up being dead so everybody don't know this, but the cop knows this, and he knows who's responsible for it. So he catch him in a dark alley, and then everything yeah, unfolds from there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, probably if you want to illuminate a little bit more, oh, yeah, but yeah. the thing was so emotionally charged, but was so dope about it. It's not just that part about it. Then this boy highlights the spectators, right? Which which is the news person yeah, he's got like who this tells Rush the story Limbaugh from type character. Yeah, yeah, from their very you know the, the the minister preacher, the Muslim preacher, the you know the right wing, left wing. I mean, it's just I mean the dudes in jail who's watching all these things unfold. So he's able to articulate all these different perspectives mm, yeah. about this one particular situation that it's just something that you just don't want to miss. So yeah, you yeah. don't want to be. And then, a book. I mean, a play for Major Look. <laughs> you know, like, 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 hey, <laughs> he, he, you Good. catch him at the he right heat. So he yeah, definitely he can. Yeah. Does he have time? I don't know. Yeah, but he yeah, definitely, right. yeah, he bring that thing to life. Let me tell you, right. both <laughs> thinking about business. She's thinking about her book. I'm thinking about DB need to be my manager. Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never heard the play communicated like that. But no, let me. Let me should have wrote the, the overview for that. Right. But hey, that's that, how Let me tell you something like. How it affected me, like, because when you go see this play, or if you go see this play, or any of Pipe's work, really, like, it's going to trigger emotions within you that you don't even realize that you have. And I'm not just right. saying this because I know, I'm like, he's going to trigger some emotions, and it's going to trigger thought. Like, it's going to make you really start thinking. Like, I see the police differently because of you and because of that play. And let me tell you this, like, not only did he walk the Pussycat Dolls and and and, and the... Uh, uh, Black Eyed Peas in my car, right? But this man was on tour with Snoop Dogg and the game, right? And then he's a county sheriff, but he paid to go through the academy himself. Like he didn't apply. Straight out of they West They said, we want you, right? And so when you know and his dominated the academy. Dominated Don't forget the that academy. part. Went yeah. out there and dominated. And so like when you know his story and then you go see his art and you go see his work, is going to trigger something in you that you that, that you've never felt before, and really, it's going to trigger thought. And I think that's what we're missing in America because thought makes you research, and research makes you read. And you know what I'm saying? And and through research and thought, you learn history. And I think that those are the things that we're trying to trigger here from our platform. Yeah, for sure. And your story, and where you came from, and what you've been through, and, and you kept it real. You're, you a spoiled little girl. Like you, there's no reason <laughs> for you to go rob banks. The worst. Yeah, there was no reason for you to go rob it. Like it's not the story that my mom was poor. <laughs> I was trying to keep the lights on. Right. Like right. no. Right. No struggles. I had no. it all. I just want a little bit more. That's like, real. Thank you for keeping it real. Yeah, yeah that's, like, that's yeah. interesting. And being transparent, right? Because you know, as you know, uh, as black folks, man, we real prideful people, right? So we don't necessarily like to share and be vulnerable. Right. You know what I mean? You want to tap in? Yeah, the, one of the main reasons why I do share is because of who I am. Yeah. Um, and I know this book was going to travel the globe. It hasn't yet, but I'm claiming oh, it. Oh, we're sending it right and now. I just didn't want no one to come back and say, oh, you know she was in prison and she did, 
you know, no, I'm putting it out there. Plus, I really want to be a motivational speaker to these young women. Like, you do not have to take the path I took right. to be successful. I was successful before I took that path. Which is, <laughs> which is something we never hear. You know I mean that? Yeah, that yeah. I mean, how powerful is that That's to already cool. be where we think we need to go, right? But then you, you, you kind of revert back. And do and then I mean not no petty you know what I'm saying but I can't get over it. like this girl kicking it those yeah. and laying everybody down like hey, you deep. got a verse in one of your songs was like man something about like man I'm out here to grind, grinding to feed my kids and you was like man your kids can't eat no hundred thousand dollar bins oh like, yeah, nah, yeah, nah. yeah 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 <laughs> that's real yeah it's real yeah now I'm out here for my kids it's like your kids can't eat that bins man uh, right right that, that seventy thousand eighty thousand you spent on that bins could have went to food if that was your 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 yeah. primary focus man come on man. Yeah, yeah. right investing you know and so i want to you know uh, start to as we started to sing on this uh this session you know really you know when we talk about the skill set not taking things personal right it's really uh walking around one of the many ei strategies that we share here on the i never worry podcast you know is about being able to always be in control of your emotions right when people ask us what is emotional intelligence it's the ability to always be in tune with how you feeling in the moment but most importantly to be able to skillfully respond right to other people's emotions Uh because it happens to us every single day right Uh customer service you know people cutting us off uh long lines there's a lot of things that invoke you know i'm saying uh our emotions and, and and having a high level of emotional intelligence keeps you in that space and Understanding if you don't take anything personal, it's like a neutralizer. So you don't, that's why I asked you, Tasha, about like, what was the deal? Like, when you take something personal, how did you feel? And then when you recognize that I'm not taking it personal, how do you feel? Because there's a there, there's a serious charge there the minute you feel like somebody has done something to you. And we get to roaring like beast, you know what I'm saying, yeah. when that happened. And then the other part of it I want to illuminate for those who have been listening and catching everything that's happening how everybody at the table has faced and overcome adversity, right? We've transcended out of our situations in one way or another and took some bold steps, you know, me going to the probation probation department and being a peace officer after all the dirt I didn't did in the city of Oakland and Brookfield, right? And take, allegedly, right? And take that (laughs) path, you know, same for Pipe and same for you. And you grew up in the city, Yes. Yeah, so over in the city, and so to do everything that we're doing and then come out and talk about how, you know, um, we had to feel about where we were going to get where we are now. And so that's what makes, I think, this whole powerful, uh, emo- this platform, Emotional Intelligence, very, very powerful. And so we got a couple more things I want to uh, get out of you guys before we uh, we go ahead and move on. And I, if you think of, you have like a quick, uh, short, I'm going to come back to you, Tasha, a short story Right about something that just made you emotionally charged. You gave us a little bit about the lack of support, but anything other recently like you could think about that kind of just rubbed you the wrong way, or you watched somebody do something and you was like, "Ooh, they kind of took that out of out of character." Um, absolutely. Um, I have a grandmother who's 87 years old with Alzheimer's, mm. and so when I first got released from prison, I took care of her. Um, and I have a grown son and he had just had his first kid. So he, I was making sure he was okay to be able to take care of his family. So I didn't get any money from my grandmother. That's my grandmother. You shouldn't get paid to do it anyway. But since they paid, I gave the check to my son. So my grandmother's children, which he has five grown children, 
I mean, they checked in on her occasionally, but it's been 10 years now. So just recently, my aunt takes power of attorney over my grandmother. And she's like, I need the money. I need, and I'm like, look, this is absurd. Like, this is your mother. Where have you been all this time? I don't know why you feel the need. Like, she's very well taken care of. We, I mean, she, my grandmother is the most best dressed Alzheimer's <laughs> lady you can see. No, like, and it's right. not about dressing right. her. Yo, family spoiled yeah, over there. Y'all spoiled know, from top to bottom over there. <laughs> she's real classy, a real right, classy right, lady, nice. you know, still even in her illness. But the thing that happened was, is like, I had to, I had to exit the situation. I had to turn it over to my family because right. I was just so outdone. Right. Like they took for granted everything I've ever done. Right. Anything that I tried to accomplish with my grandmother, like the help I was doing, taking her to and from the doctors, bathing her feet, mm. you know, all that went out the window when money got involved. Yeah, for sure. So I'm just like, but you know, that's another thing I had to tell myself, Tasha, it's not really about you. Right. You cannot take that personal. And then I'm like, woohoo, let her kids do it now. I right. can have a break, you know? So how you feel? How did you feel about this situation when it was It happening? was, it, it broke my heart. It still does to think about it. I'm so glad I'm not getting emotional right now. Mm. It, it bothers me a lot, you know? Like, just to diminish anything that I've ever done, you know, right. just like... It never happened. Like, she takes the credit for everything. But then I'm just like, you know what? I have other things I'm trying to do in my life that right. I need to accomplish. I can't worry about that. Sure. I'm not about to let that hold me back. I'm not about to let that distract me, you know. Um, but, yeah, it, it does bother you. Sometimes your emotions get the best of you. Yes, and in that situation, it did. But as of today, I'm a lot stronger. I'm just like, you know what, Tasha? Focus on what you got to get done. Right. You have big things you're trying to accomplish, and you need to do that. You can't let nothing hold you hostage. Yeah. And, and so that's where I'm at with it today. But, yeah, sometimes you have to really let stuff go, like completely wipe yep. your hands from yep. it. Disconnect. Absolutely. Thank, thank, at all. Thanks for sharing. What about you, Pipe? Man, I got a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> give us a quick one. Give us a short one. Just trying to figure out what I should tell and what should be <laughs> said. I'll just say that um, I made a lot of progress this past year uh, with the Sundance stuff and, and lining up this movie and a, a lot of music that I've been working on. And, you know, um, there have been degrees of support along the way. And this touches on everything that we've been talking about today. There have been degrees of support from different individuals along the way. Some people that I weren't there as much as I felt they should have been. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, those same individuals are, are uh, you know, like there now, kind of, you know, uh, uh, in ways that, you know, if I was operating from a, a, a less mature level of understanding, I would feel they're not supposed to be there right now. Right, right, right. So just basically getting over myself and not taking it personal and realizing that there have been plenty of times when I wasn't there for people. Right, you know, because I Perspective. had things going on, you know, right. I had things going on, or you know, mindset is everything, man. Everything stems from the mindset. Yeah. So if I wake up and I feel like I'm on a particular path, and somebody needs support, a certain type of support from me, but I'm not that person right now, I can't help them. You know? Right. So I, you know, I'm speaking in generalizations because I don't, you know, I don't want to, you know, you don't want to say their name. 
Yeah, and it's not it's a particular. Not it's, 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 it's not just name one name. Say they it's name. not just one name. Yeah. This is kind of me recognizing yeah. to all those individuals. You can say life. all they names. Right. <laughs> you know, just putting it out there to all those individuals in my life, man. I'm not right. taking it personal. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, That's right. You know, if you ever been rocking with me, and you still rocking with me, period, and. uh you know, to whatever degree it is. And yeah, I and I feel like that too. I mean, we're all on this journey when I'm, you know, making my moves. You know, it's like, I feel like, you know, I, I have to work too hard for the people around me to understand what I'm what I'm doing. You know, I, I put on, you know, uh, if you put on an event, like it takes forever for people to sign on and people want to double check the schedule. And what date is it again? Let me see. You know, and you think that people <laughs> right. will be more committed to what it's doing because on a on a, a couple of layers out there like, oh, you're doing a great job and you doing this for the community, but I'm trying to bring it to the community, there, there there's uh, not as much support as one would think, right? And so um, it's always a struggle, it seemed like, with those around us. And again, I think it has a lot to do with how people kind of view themselves, where they think they should be. A lot of times people start thinking where they think you should be or how you should be doing. So there's a lot of things that, uh, a lot of feelings, a lot of emotion that play um, a part in that. But at the end of the day, you know, we just got to keep doing what is purposeful for us and then reminding ourselves that, you know, we, you, what you're doing is for a reason. It's like we got to remember, you know, what we started. And I always think about this one quote I heard, one of these movies that talk about uh, who cries for the little boy that cries inside of me. Right, because as leaders, right, we're always on the move, and we always everything that we all do, we're it's all for somebody else. Right, right. we're providing service, trying to, um, you know, get, educate other people. But then, how often do people kind of check on us? You know what I mean? So it's an interesting dynamic. But this is gonna, you know, lead us to the final thought of the day. You know. Um, the I Never Worry podcast, you know, we like to drop a skill set. We like to have real conversations with everyday people about everyday situations and how emotional intelligence plays a part in it. And the final thought of the day for you guys to take with you is to always remember this, that you you are always responsible for how you act, no matter how bad you feel, right? So um, we got to keep that in mind because sometimes when we have a bad attitude or things not going right for us, we're not the best version of ourselves. And that's just something that we, we want to keep in mind. And so um, and we're going to go ahead and start to end with that. I want to thank you guys again for taking the time out this afternoon to share, you know, that the, those good experiences and to give our audience an opportunity to hear different perspectives and how people are managing their emotions through a lot of complex situations and through some simple ones. So, so thank you guys again. You know, I got my man Piper Gino for Hayden. You know, he got the cops and robbers play. Uh, that's what I want you to remember more than anything else we talked about. That he's an artist. You could be looking for a movie coming soon, and you're gonna see a whole body of work from this guy because we got this inside joke between him and I. Uh, is that uh, we're after that 100 million? So yeah. we got a lot of things going on. And Miss Latasha Holmes, what a made you look. Um, Man, girl, you are something else. I swear, yeah, I see, you yeah. know, you, you're a powerful sister, and I, I commend you. Salute, hands off, uh, hands, um, hands down. Right, just being a bad sister, you know what I mean, and deciding to share your life and your experiences with us, and with the hopes, right, that other people don't take the same path, or if they've done some things, they understand they don't got to stay there. It's not where you start; it's where you finish. Yeah, and pipe. How can we get a hold of you? Like, how can they get a hold of you? Learn more about your plays and what it is that you're doing, and then. I mean, they could go to Facebook, uh, flipside.com. That's F-L-I-P-S-Y-D-E.com. Or you could go to Jim Fajeda at facebook.com. That's my name, J-I-N-H-O. 
F-E-R-R-E-I-R-A. Um, you know, at Facebook, man. Go to the Facebooks. Um, you know, I, I, we're about to uh, ramp it up in the next couple months and just, you know, offer a landslide of music and like a short film and, and just start building on a way to, to getting this movie out and taking it to the next level and, you know, just just keep hammering, keep smashing. Good stuff. Good stuff. And how, how can we get to you, sister? Um, same thing. I'm on Facebook. It's um, Latasha Holmes, L-A-T-A-S-H-I-A. And also I am on Instagram, um, also Latasha Holmes, L-A-T-A-S-H-I-A Holmes. Um, I also have a new book coming out. I'm collaborating okay. with. Congratulations. This is breaking news. We yeah. 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 You heard it here news. first. Right. Um, I'm collaborating with um, the seven-time best-selling author, Shannon Holmes, who nice. will be more careful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, 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 we're in a collaboration of a new book coming out, and it's called Provoked. So that should be out hopefully by before summer. So, yeah, I'm, I'm busy doing that. And... Um, if anyone is interested in even submitting work, you know, it's a lot of women and men also who want to be authors, self-published authors, they can reach me at my publishing company. It's um, so inspired publishing company.com. Um, and they can email me also at so inspired publishing company at mail.com. All right. All right. Thanks well, for having absolutely. Me. Thanks again. So this is the I Never Worry podcast where we're discussing emotional intelligence with everyday people and everyday situations. We're out.